Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, today we are learning Maseches Gittin Tafchets, and we are starting five lines down at Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Omar. Uh, yesterday we had learned a couple of um, a couple of uh, conflicting brisas about whether or not being on the water in Eretz Yisrael was considered, like in let's say the Mediterranean, is that considered to be part of Eretz Yisrael as it relates to our Mishnah? Remember what we're talking about is Befanai Nechta Befanai Nechta. So if you're on a boat in, in a river or if you're on a boat in the Mediterranean, how do we view the physical positioning of that boat on the water as it relates to the needs to say So Rav Nachman really is providing another response to the conflicting brisos. Rav Nachman Everyone agrees that if you're on a body of water within Eretz Yisrael, a river, something that's contained, let's say the Jordan River, for example, which is in Halachic Eretz Yisrael, is certainly part of Eretz Yisrael. So then, that it's part of Eretz Yisrael. That's for sure. Bodies of water internal to Eretz Yisrael, that's considered Eretz Yisrael. And if a husband were to send to get the shleach from those locations, would not have to say, what we are talking about when the two brisos seem to conflict is when we're talking about the Yam Hagadol, which is the Mediterranean. Detanya, the Brisa writes, What is considered the land of Israel and what is considered to not be the land of Israel? So says the Gemara, Everything from the slope of the Ture Amnon, which is Hor Hahar, which I'll show you in a moment in a little drawing, and everything inwards. So that's going to be part of Eretz Yisrael. That's Eretz Yisrael. Miture Amnon Velachut, however, from the mountain range outward to the west, back toward America, that is Chutz Aretz. So that is what we have over here, is that if this is a general drawing of Eretz Yisrael, where the shaded part is Eretz Yisrael, Ture Amnon are up here. And as we'll soon see, uh, everything this way to the east is considered to be Eretz Yisrael. Everything to the west is considered to be Chutzaretz. So that's what the Gemara says is the parameters for the land of Israel. And the Gemara continues a quarter of the way down. If there were to be any little islands that are inside the water, so how do we view that the, the, the islands? Because it's in the water, it's not on the land. So says the Gemara, So this is the line that's running on an angle. This line right here, according to this shita, is a stretched line from Ture Amnon to Nachal Mitzrayim, and everything east, everything in... Um, yes. uh, yep. Yep. East. <laughs> I'm looking at this thinking, I can't read the last mind right. Everything in this body of water over here, this one gets a check box. If this is an island inside the Mediterranean, I don't think, are there islands in the Mediterranean? I don't know. But over here, this is 100% Eretz Yisrael. No Shilas about it. We view as if we, we put a zip line right here, everything internal of the Medina, uh, of, of the Yam HaGadol. The what? The zip line from the island is Eretz Yisrael. That's not a bad move. It's a, bu- it's a business venture. Yes. It's a business venture. So that's what it says, that uh, we draw this line. We draw this line and says the Gemara, a third of the way down, min hachut vilifnim, from this conceptual line between the, the Ture Amnon, Hor Hahar at the top, at the northern part of Eretz Yisrael, and Nachal Mitzrayim on the southern side, everything inward toward the land is Eretz Yisrael, min hachut is chutz That's Shita number one. And says the Gemara, no, 
Rabbi Yehuda says, no, Omer, kol neged Eretz Yisrael harehu ke Eretz Yisrael. Everything that is, um, if this is Eretz Yisrael, this is Eretz Yisrael, everything in this direction that is that is opposite and equal Eretz Yisrael is all Eretz Yisrael until the Atlantic Ocean. Italy is close. Italy is Mediterranean. So it, it seems from the Gemara that it's only true of islands and water. So Sicily, Sicily might be, that, that could be the case. But Italy itself, which is part of a larger landmass, um, again, I'm not saying halachic, I'm just saying what's, what the Gemara seems to be talking about is water and islands. Again, everything's an island in theory because it's all surrounded by water at some point, somewhere, somehow. But that's what the Gemara seems to say. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, it's not a line from north to south. It's taking Eretz Yisrael, looking at the top and the bottom, and drawing lines outward. All of that is going to be considered Eretz Yisrael. Yes. Huh? Yes. Going, yeah, going, going back toward America, yes. going westward toward the Atlantic, all, all of the water. Uh, it's okay, we forgive you. All of the water and all of the islands that are there are considered to be Eretz Yisrael, Shene'emar, Ugvul Yam Vehayolachem Hayam Agadul Ugvul Zeyelachem Gvul Yam. As you notice, the word Gvul is mentioned three times in the Pasuk. We assume that at least one of those is extra in order to allow us to make this particular drasha. Vehanasim Shebitz Dadin, what about islands that are found in this pathway? Everything to the west of the height, right? It's, it's matching the height of Eretz Yisrael, everything to the west. Rowan Osan Ki'ilu Chud Matuachalen Mikapluria Vehadyam. From a city in the north called Kapluria, shooting out westward all the way to uh, the Atlantic. And the same is true from the southern part of Eretz Yisrael, from Nachal Mitzrayim, all the way westward to the ocean. All of that is included. So that's what the Gemara says. Uh, just in the next line. Everything that's opposite on a, in a due west fashion of Eretz Yisrael, that's Eretz Yisrael. So that, um, that, is, that, that presents the following machlokes in regards to islands. According to the first Tana, this island that is within the chut between Ture Amnon and Nachal Mitzrayim, this island is definitely considered to be Eretz Yisrael. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, both of these islands are considered to be Eretz Yisrael. But according to the first Tana, this is outside of the stretched line. Only Rabbi Yehuda would say that that island is considered Eretz Yisrael, whereas the Tanakama would not. And this, says Rabbi Nachman in the Gemara, this is what the Gemara means when it says that there are two brysos. Sometimes the boat is considered Eretz Yisrael and sometimes not. It depends where we are. And there's a, that's the different versions of these Tanaim. That's what the Gemara says. And that brings us to the sheet of the Rabbanon. So the Gemara says a little more than halfway down, the Rabbanon, according to the rabbis, namely according to the Tanakama, who learns that we don't shoot all the way westward to Eretz Yisrael, but rather we have the line from Hor Hahar down to Nachal Mitzrayim. What does he do with the word Ugvul? This comes to teach us about the islands that are there, to teach us that they're included. Come on, what do you, why do you need a Pasuk for that? It's swallowed within the parameters of the borders. Everything is fine and good. And, what? Oh, really? It's, it's, no, it's under the water stage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, the wider levels could have changed. Yeah. It's a little island. There's zero island. 
not one landmass that protrudes. I didn't see By the way, it's, I mean, not to be rude to the, I, I don't understand the Havamina, you know, why the island wouldn't have obviously been included, even had the Gemara not articulated that islands have to be included. The what? International waters. Yeah. Border. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but I. But it could be just reach the shore when we don't. When I was in Panama, when I was in Panama a few weeks ago, there were some islands that nobody lived on, but they paid people to sit there as squatters so that no other countries would take over. Yeah, they were like paid Panamanian young guys sitting there, literally pounding tequila, just sitting on the island. When I got there, they like offered, "Do you want some tequila?" Far away, bro. Yeah. Okay, let's continue, Rabosai. The Gemara picks up two thirds of the way down. The Gemara picks up two thirds of the way down. Speaking about a din in our Mishnah, we had said that Akko was one of the northern borders, according to Rameir. Rameir Omer Akko Keretz Yisrael. So the Gemara says, uh, really an unrelated question, but uh, it's unrelated as it relates to Gittin, but it is a little bit important as it relates to another country, which is Syria. And Syria is a country that is north of Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara says, The question was asked to Rebchia Bar-Abba. If a person has a non-Jewish slave in Eretz Yisrael, and he sells the slave to someone in Syria, is that kemocher dami? Oh, no. If, if you're selling this slave in Syria, is Syria treated like Chutz In which case, Yebed actually goes free, because you're really not allowed to sell your Eved, Kenani, in Chutz you have to keep him in Eretz Yisrael because he has halacha to keep uh, to some degree, or uh, Odami or, or or Olo, or no, is it really like Eretz Yisrael? So the Gemara says Rashi here actually highlights a very important historical note. Surya, the reason why we have any sveikos about Surya is because of when it was conquered. Take a look at Rashi three lines into the very wide line, six lines from the bottom. Dibrahamaskal Surya, he Aram Tsova, which we have seen in literature throughout all of our learning. The Kavsha David. Syrian Jews? Oh, really? I didn't know that. Wow. How do they know that? Other than in general, just uh... Okay. So the Rashi here says it's Aram Sova. The Kavsha David, right? We know that Yehoshua did Kibush Rishon. That's all, whatever he conquered is definitely part of Eretz Yisrael. Behosifa al Eretz Yisrael. And he added it on, but it was Kibush Yachid. It wasn't Kibush Rabim, it wasn't Kibush Yoshua. So therefore, Surah has this twilight zone uh, status. Do we treat it like Eretz Yisrael or not? And what's the question we're asking about Surya here? Do we say that if you sell an Eved Kanani in Surya, that now the Eved goes free automatically because you violated the rules? Or no, is it like Eretz Yisrael and the sale is valid? So the Gemara says back inside, Amar Luhu, eight lines from the bottom, Tani Tuha. We already learned this in a Mishnah, in our Mishnah, says the Gemara. Rav Meir Omer, Ako Ke'eretz Yisrael, Legitin. The Gemara says that when it comes to Gitin, Ako is the northernmost border, and therefore Surya, which is further north, would definitely be like Chutz Aretz for Gitin. However, Legitin in, La'avadim lo, it's only true for Gitin. But for Avadim, we would be Mekil, and we would assume that you are allowed to sell an Eved Kanani to someone who is an owner in, in the in the country of Surya. The Kol Shekein Surya de Merach Katuva, and in regards to Gittin, all the more so, it's so far away, and therefore, for sure, it's going to be the case in Gittin, but not necessarily true with Avadim. And let's speak a little bit more about uh, about Surya. Tanu Rabbanon, six lines from the bottom. Bishlosha Drachim, Shavsa Surya La Eretz Yisrael. 
There are three areas in which Surya is similar to Eretz Yisrael. And there are three areas where Surya is similar to Chutzaretz. Simen Av Bar Rak. Afara Tamei Kichul. The ground in Surya is treated with the Tumas Eretz Amin. As we know, there's a Dinder Abanan. We have it here in America and everywhere outside of Eretz Yisrael. That the dirt carries with it a Tuma Der Abanan. Um, that's Din number one that applies to uh, to Chutzaretz. This is a, a bit of a tough Gemara, but the Gemara says over here that selling your evidence in Surya is like selling him in Chutzaret. And when you bring a get from Surya, you have to say, How is Surya similar to uh, Eretz Yisrael? In three ways, it's similar to Eretz Yisrael. Number one is, Fruits and vegetables that are grown in Surya are treated like the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. And then, somebody who wants to go into Surya and stay Tahor, they can, which is difficult because we just said a line ago that there's Eretz Amin. We'll ask that in a minute. And lastly, somebody who buys a field in Surya, it's as though they purchased in the outskirts of Yerushalayim, in one of the surrounding neighborhoods, namely, that there's a similarity there. And we'll ask Lamai Hilchasa in a moment. <clears throat> Let's go through each one of these. The top of Chesam, based on the top line, why do we say that this is true? That the fruits and vegetables have the same level of obligation for, for Trumos and Maestros as it would in Eretz Yisrael. We're not in Eretz Yisrael, we're in Surya. Says the Gemara, Kibush Yachid Shmei Kibush. This is a Shas Machlokes. We're going to spend more time on this later in this Masechta. But the Gemara says that Kibush Yachid is Shmei Kibush. Look in Rashi on the second line. Dibur HaMaschel Kibush Yachid. The David, Shalohayu Kol Yisrael B'Yachad, Kederach Shahayu B'Kavosh Yoshua. When David did his conquering, he did it as a lone soldier. He did it as a, an individual king. But it was different than Kibosh Yoshua, Shahare Kulam. Everyone was together by Yoshua, Vikivshua, Litzorech, Kol Yisrael. And it was captured for the sake of all of the Jews, Kodem Chiluka, before it was partitioned out to all of the various tribes. Aval David lo Kovash Elo so there's a machlokas. Do we say that kibush yachid is shmei kibush? Let's say that right now I go and I conquer a piece of land for Eretz Yisrael, and I say, even though it's for me, it's part of Eretz Yisrael. Do we say that kibush of a yachid is shmei kibush, and therefore it's part of Eretz Yisrael, yes or no? So clearly from the from our brisa, it seems like we hold that what David did was actually permanent, and kibush yachid is shmei kibush. What about I don't know how big it was. That's right. Anything, not just him, anyone who, who had any kibush of, of a yachid, even though it wasn't for the oh, sake of pleasure. It's implied from the Gemara that way, because the way that Rashi defines the difference between a kibush yachid and kibush rabim is did you do it for yourself or did you do it for the people? So let's say with Shlomo. What's it? My, who cares what his name is? We're just it's the parameters of kibush yachid versus kibush rabin. So the Gemara elsewhere has a machlokas about kibush yachid, and because we see over here that you're chayevas b'maiser uveshviz keretz yisrael, it must be that Surya has a din of eretz yisrael of kibush yachid shmei kibush. Then we had said the din v'harotz elikanes lebetara nichnas that there's a similarity to eretz amim 
excuse me, there's a similarity between Surya and Eretz Yisrael in that you can be Tahor there. Says the Gemara, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. The first thing you said is, you said that there's Tumas Eretz Ha'amim in Surya. So how can it be on the one hand that there's Tumas Ha'amim in, in uh, there's Eretz Ha'amim Tuma in Surya, and at the same time, you could be Nichnas Betara Eretz Yisrael. Says the Gemara, Bishida Tevo Migdal. We're talking about if you are in Surya and you're being carried uh, not on the ground directly, but you're in a box of some kind that works. Detanya the Brisa writes. And we saw this Brisa before. Where did we see this? In Erevin Chagiga Nazir. That's why it looks somewhat familiar. Three times it finally enters the memory bank. No. Says the Gemara, If a person enters into Chutzla Aretz, but they're contained in a box, Rebbe Metame and Rebbe Yossi, Rebbe Yehuda Metahir. Rebbe says that that person is Tame, and Rebbe Yossi says that the person is Tahor. Ve'afilu Rebbe, who says that you're Tame, loka metame ele be'eret ha'amim, de'gazru al gusha ve'alavira. The only time Rebbe said that you'd be Tame in a box in Eret ha'amim is only in regular Eret ha'amim, where the gzera of the tomb of Eret ha'amim is both ground and air. However, aval surya al gusha gazru ve'alavira lo gazru. Rebbe agrees that Surya is not the same as regular Eret ha'amim. So then there's three levels of Tahara. There's Eretz Yisrael, where there's no rabbinic injunction of Tuma just for being on the ground. We assume that Yidin over the years have taken good care of where all the plots are to be. And even though we know that people have been buried over the many millennia in terrible places, but halachically, we don't have to worry about it. Then that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is the United States of America, most places in the world, Eretz and there's a Tumas Eretz Ha'amin where we live no matter what. And last but not least is the middle, which is Surya. And Surya is a bit of a blend. Because on the one hand, it's kibush of David and kibush yachid kibush. At the same time, it's really not the original kibush of Yehoshua. So the Gemara threads the needle and says that when we're talking about the tomb of Eretz Ha'amim as it relates to Surya, yes, Gusha Gazru, it's true that Eretz Ha'amim applies in Surya on the ground, but not in the air. And therefore, a person can be carried in a box through Surya, and they would not be tummy. What did the Brisa mean when it said we're a quarter of the way down? We'll end at the end of the page, four lines before the end of the page. What did the Gemara mean when it said that a person who purchases a field in Surya, it's as though he bought it in the outskirts of Yerushalayim? <clears throat> Says the Gemara, shocking din. That when it comes to conquering portions of even Surya, which was only a kibush yachid. The halacha is that you are allowed, please listen to this whole thing before you walk away, right? The Gemara says, uh, the first uh, version of the Gemara is that you are allowed to sign a star even on Shabbos in order not to lose ground in Surya. So you have a time limit, 6 p.m. on a summer Saturday afternoon, sign or lose the property. Says the Gemara, you sign. Asks the Gemara, B'Shabbos el Kedaitach? What are you talking about? Kibush Eretz Yisrael is... You can do that against the Malacha de Raisa for which your Chayiv Skila bemaze it? How is that even remotely possible? The Gemara says, you're right. Rava. What does Rava say? And Rava's initial comment is out of context, which is Omer la'ovde kochavim ve'oseh, that we know that there are times that we break a rule. The typical rule is that we have a rabbinic injunction called Amira la'akum. Amira la'akum is a din that we're not allowed to ask a non-Jew to do Malacha for us. However, there are exceptions to the rule. And Rava 
out of context, granted, was talking about the heter of Amir La'akum. And we can apply that heter over here. And the Gemara says, Hachanami, in our case, if a person was kone beparvare Yerushalayim, they purchased a house, or they're, they're trying to purchase a house in the outskirts of Yerushalayim, Omer lo'oved kochavim ve'oseh. What about the fact that asking a goy to do something is an iser de Rabbanon? So says the Gemara, that there's a blanket heter, that one is allowed to violate Isure Shvus in order to maintain and keep the land of Eretz Yisrael, not only the land of Eretz Yisrael, but even Surya, which is a chiddush. Because that, that really is teeth, where you're violating authentic Yisuri Derabanon. These are things that we're, we have to be careful about. Okay. Tan Rabbanon. Still continuing in our discussions about an Eved. That was what we started on the bottom of the previous Amut. Eved Shehevi Gito. A get by an Eved, of course, is not a get of typical bill of divorce, but rather it's a severance between the Eved and the Baal. So the Baal writes a, a shtar shichror, which is a typical language for uh, for this get. He writes a shtar shichror for the Eved. And what does it say in there? You and my properties are hereby acquired to you. So you've gotten your freedom, which is atzmecha, and you own my property. That's what the shtar says. Eved goes to Bezdin and says, here, I get to take all the properties from the Baal. It says the Gemara, what's the din? The din is that we don't believe both parts of the shtar. Atzmo kana, granted, he's allowed to be freed. That's true. He That he gets. But nechasim lo kana. But he doesn't get to get the properties. Because that requires a higher level of edus and verification. So yes, the shtar says it. But in a vacuum, the shtar alone is insufficient. It would have to come with edim. It would have to come with a higher standard of proof. So the Gemara says, well, what if the language was different? Halfway down, what if it was that the Eved has a, a get from the Baal that says, everything I own, it doesn't distinguish between the Eved and the property. It lops them all into one thing. Everything I own is yours. So how does that work? Mahu. Amar Abaye, his first blush at this is, Here, the language has no distinction between Ba'atzmo and the Nechassim. So Abayi's first shot at this answer is to say that just like your Kona, yourself as an Eved, you're also Kona, you're also Kona the properties of the Baal. <clears throat> Rava will hear nothing of this. Amarle Rava, I understand, Abaye, why you're saying that he should get his own freedom. Because after all, all she has to do is receive the get and she's free. There doesn't need to be a higher standard than that. Once she receives the get, she's divorced. But how, Abaye, can you say that he acquires the, the property of the owner? After all, we need to have a verification of the star that the that the Adam signed that the Evet is in fact allowed to take this property from the uh, from the Baal. So therefore, Rava pivots and flips to the other extreme. Hadar Amar Abaye, excuse me, Abaye changes his mind. It says, "Mitoch atzmo." He says, "Baby and the bathwater," because we need kiyum shtaros, and because kiyum shtaros doesn't apply here. So therefore, the Ebed is not allowed to have the property, and once he's not allowed to have the property, he's also not allowed to have. Uh, he's not allowed to have his own divorce as well. Mitoch atzmo. Well, but the thresholds, 
this is where the Gemara, the Rishonim here, speak about Palgin and Dibure, where, where we actually parse out his words. But th there's a really clean answer to this, which is that when we're talking about a get, the only thing that has to happen with a get is he needs to receive the get. That's it. The halachic threshold to get divorced with a kosher get is easy. Get it into her daladamos. Done. But when we're talking about property transfer, so then the standards are higher and we need kiyum shtaros. That's not true when you have a perfectly kosher document. Forget about b'fanei nechtav or b'fanei nechtav because that confuses this. In a class, if you're my eved and I and here we're done, Stan, and you take it, done. But the threshold for the second part of what was in the commitment of property is a higher standard, and we're not there yet. So we have to split. It's like when a child uh, is, you know, told you can go to the store, you can buy a five dollar toy and a four thousand dollar and a four thousand dollar television, but the credit card limit is in between the two. The threshold's too high. You can't buy the TV. So here we're saying the threshold is too high. You can't have the property. The property requires kiyum shtaros. So that's why we distinguish. And Rava prefers to live in this space of the middle. Amar le Rava, lo likni. I understand why you're saying that the nechasim shouldn't be purchased because But Abaye, why are you saying that he, his get doesn't work? The get does work. The threshold is low. Take the get. Goodbye. We're done. We're done. You don't work for me anymore. So therefore, whatever the language is, if the language was separated, and or if it was it doesn't matter. He will have his freedom, but the property will not be given over to the Ebed. We'll stop right here and tomorrow night, at midnight, is that right? Tomorrow night at midnight, we will be uh, learning on Shavuos. We'll be learning Daftes. Wishing you all a beautiful night and a beautiful yant.